looking good. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the center stage. This is Carolina Dawuju and my co-host. Jessica Delias. And we are back today with some pretty cool and exciting um, topics to chat with you all about since last week. Was it last week already? It feels like forever ago. I think it was, was it last week or was the week before that? <laughs> a week and a half ago, a week yeah. and a half ago. Um, we're going to do a little recap for Team Universe, NPC Universe. I keep doing Team Universe because that's mm-hmm. what I did, what it was named when I turned pro, when you turned pro, I think, right? No, my year was NPC Universe. I think that's when I So mine was the last year that I was team. So Mm -hmm. we're doing your NPC Universe recap for the bikini division specifically. Um, And then we'll chat a little bit about like, okay, now that you've turned pro, like what the hell do you do next? Yeah. Right? It's just like, okay, now the excitement is over. You've accomplished, (laughs) you've hit that milestone. What now? Right? Mm -hmm. So we'll start. Just what did you think about the bikini division? What were your thoughts? What was your takeaway from this year's pros for the NPC universe? Well, the show in general, honestly, was awesome in terms of turnout. I was really happy to see that just because a lot of shows numbers have been a little down. Um, that is true. In the Northeast and even the previous national shows like Junior Nats and stuff. So like some of the, some, they were small. But I feel like it was smaller than usual, so I wasn't really sure what to expect in terms of competitor quantity and quality coming in. But I was mm-hmm. impressed with both, honestly. Um, I they made for very long days for me since I was on the stage literally the entire time. I, oh, I don't really cool. take breaks; I just I don't like to. So it was it was long, but it was great to see. You know, it's awesome when there's that many people that come out to to compete and and try to get their pro car for that show. So the amount of of people in each of the classes, mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, most of them were about 20 or so deep or more than that. So we had quite a few call outs and lineups in each of them. So it was tough competition. I didn't, you didn't really see too many competitors there that, you know, weren't really ready for a national stage. Obviously you get some, but there wasn't a whole lot. A lot of competitors brought their A game. A lot of them already looked like pros up there. So the competition was pretty tough, um, which is really good to see. So I was really impressed with that, that a lot of the competitors really brought their absolute best to the stage. Um, For the most part, the the look and everything that they were choosing per class and for all the winners for the top five seemed to be pretty consistent from what I could see from my angle and then reviewing it. Um, they want bikini to be full. Um, they do want you to have enough muscle to have that fullness mm-hmm. and they do want you conditioned, you know, which is, you know, this is the standard they've been really trying to show, you know, they don't want you too soft or too hard or strided or lean, but everyone that was in that top and especially those overalls winners had very full muscle bellies. You can see the development was there. You could see that they filled out enough, but you could see that the conditioning was there. They had very thinner skin, you know, very really uh, good conditioning. And uh, I I don't like to use the word hard for bikini, but in terms of if conditioning wise, I think it's more muscle, muscle density, right? Yeah, more densities. Yeah, so yeah, for sure, which which is equates to I think that you know that 
amount of muscle um, that you're referring to and just muscle maturity mm-hmm. that is really just acquired over time and through right. heavy training and consistent resistance training, right? Um, so yeah, I was super, super happy to see too. I completely, like my thoughts are right in line with yours where I think that, you know, everyone that showed up, they, or like, like you said, the top five of the top, you know, the, the overall winners, they all showed up ready to like, look like pros. Right. And I think that a lot of times there's this like small discrepancy between, okay, you've won a national show, but like, you aren't quite ready to step on the pro stage. And I think that a lot of the girls who placed well and who won either were very, very close to that pro look or are already there. And most likely if they choose to or not, um, you know, are going to probably step on the pro stage soon. Uh, which a lot of the girls from, you know, when I turned pro, uh, they did that and they felt and they went on to do pretty well. Um, so I think, so who overall winner was it? Uh, Brittany. Um, yeah, I'm pulling, I'm pulling that up. I'm looking at the pictures. Brittany Car. Yeah. yeah. Brittany, Brittany Carbolito. Yeah. She looked Brittany incredible. Car- yeah, yeah, so for those who are looking to, um, you know, step on national stage or do NPC Universe next year, if that's, you know, turning pro is uh, kind of an aspiration of yours or a goal of yours, like I highly recommend going to the NPC News Online website, going through contests, clicking on the NPC Universe page and kind of going through your, especially your overall winners. You can always look at all the people that look, you know, that that got that their pro card in your division. But I think personally for a better point of reference, you always want to look at the overall winners because that's kind of like the gold standard for what your height class will be looking or should be looking like, right? Um, so looking at her, you know, Looking at her pictures, she has great glutes, great glute development, great quad development, great conditioning. You know, her shoulders are nice and full without being too striated or too round, right? I think that a lot of people get so concerned with like training and being, excuse me, having such full muscle bellies that they end up looking almost too uh, overpowering up top. Um, And I think that she did such a great job at just kind of like you know, presenting her lines and even even just also presenting her physique, right? Her posing and her pose choice, posing choices were great. Um, on her back pose, right? You have, you know, you have a little bit of fullness on her glutes, but not too much fullness. It, it's, it's a nice like X frame that she has going on. And you see, you know, her ham glute tie-in and everything, her calves, um, and even a little bit of her quads, but without them being too dominant, which I think that a lot of the times some women have a hard time bringing the conditioning on their legs down, right? Where they hit a, they'll hit a back pose and all you see is like quads and glutes. Um, and that kind of overpowers their physique. So I think that she did a, you know, she just looks phenomenal. That was my. Yeah. Yeah. She looks great. And I mean, you can see the, the little bit of muscle separation, you know, everywhere without it being too much, without seeing too many lines, without seeing, or too much overdevelopment, everything, you know, top to bottom really is pretty much in line and, and balanced. Um, yeah. And she has that glute tie-in, which is uh, like, you know, not overly deep and not tying mm-hmm. too much into the hamstrings with just enough to see the development. And then what's good about her posing is, yeah, she, she clearly was able to hit her poses to highlight 
her best attributes. Like you can tell that she does have the quad development, but let's say for example, in her back bows, you could see that her toes are turned mm-hmm. a little more forward to not over exaggerate her quad development. So exactly. you can bring a little bit more balance there just by doing something super simple as that. Sometimes when you get to this level is just how are your toes pointed and that can completely mm-hmm. change if you're first or second place. So she did a good job in, in her presentation, her look, you know, she looks very, um, you know, healthy, her skin has that glow to it. So everything is full. Um, it, she did a really good job. So I think that the, uh, I think the winner they picked really does fall in line with the, with the standard. I think it was a tough, tough job that the judges had, but, uh, oh, for sure. but was, for uh sure. definitely a great pick. And, you know, so many of those girls that were on that stage really, can you make an argument for them taking that first place or that overall yeah, probably, but she clearly was one that was able to take it and, and fall in line with everything they were looking for yeah. when you set her next to the lineup. So definitely, uh, definitely good, but she definitely has everything we talked about there and she has that that density uh, for sure, which really makes a big difference in how your look comes into oh. that stage. Is that, and that just comes with time and there's no really... It's, it's genetics and time, and there's no way to really rush that, right, or force that. You have to take the time in to get to that level. And she, you know, between those two things for her, she did, and it paid off well for her. Yeah, no, congratulations. If you're listening, you look incredible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think, you know, this leads us to, like, all right, now that she, they've, you know, you, they've turned pro and things like that, like how, and I know how I would, navigate you know no I know how I navigate in my you know from pro to turning pro to pro stage but like you know I think people who might be going through it are just like all right what do I do next right it's just like how do how do I kind of go into the IFBB pro league um and if you know if your goal is to just step on stage that's great but like if you're trying to be competitive and if you're trying to like really um you know, build a career within, within the, the state, the pro stage. Um, I think that first things first is just kind of like assessing, you know, how long have you been on prep? Um, what does your physique look like? What were the weeks leading up to your stage um, looking like? How many shows have you done that year? How healthy are you? Um, and, you know, taking a, a very realistic look as to, okay, how close to the bikini standard uh, for the pro division, are you, you know, your physique is holding right now? Like, are you ready to be competitive in a pro stage? Um, and then take it from there. Right. Cause there are plenty yeah. of girls that just step right on top, right on stage. And then there's some girls that are like, okay, I look great for the show, but it was like grueling to have to get to this physique. Maybe I need to wait a little longer and that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess the first thing to ask yourself you know, once you are in that pro card is what is my ultimate goal now? Because you've been chasing turning pro for how long, right? That's the goal. Turn pro, turn pro, turn pro. Now you've achieved that. So now you have to decide, okay, did you meet your goal? What did you just want to turn pro? Because some people just want to turn pro and that's it and stop and just build their network in the fitness industry, having the title and being a pro without actually competing in the pro league. Some people do that. Then there's the other people that just want to be able to compete in the pros, make their mark, experience it, 
And then there's the people that want to move up to the top, move up to the Olympia, get their qualification, get in that top 10, top five, those top spots in the world. So you have to really have a moment and ask yourself, what is my goal now that I am an IFBB pro, you know, and, and sit on that for a second and see what you really want from there. Um, you know, cause once you get that, that feeling and you've been given that title or earn that title is really when you can have that moment and realize what you want to do with it, because yeah. until you really have it and you, you know, you you've earned it and you're there, yeah, you can have your goals to get to the Olympia. I'm not saying you can't, but once it's now a real possibility, mm -hmm. um, it kind of changes everything, right? So figure out first what your goal is in terms of being a pro and what that means to you. And then, yeah, I mean, if you've been in prep for a really long time coming into, you know, your pro qualifier, earning your pro card, it might be time to just hang up your heels for a minute um, yeah. and take a step back. You know, how do you actually feel? Because when you first step off the stage after you turn pro, that adrenaline is going to be pumping through you. And probably immediately you're going to be like, all right, I'm ready to go. Let's hit the pro stage. Let's make my oh, pro yeah. debut. Right. So you have to take a step back and then actually rationally think about it, talk about it with your coach, get your feedback, see what you really need, compare yourself to the other pros and the pros that are facing, placing at the top right now, and then mm -hmm. realize, okay, what do I actually need to do? And am I actually ready for this physically and mentally? Oh, for sure. And it's funny because I tell, um, I tell people this all the time, um, when they're like, yeah, because I'm going to, because I've been guilty of doing that too, but like, I'm going to do this show and this show and this show. And I was like, okay, how about this? Why? But like, we all need like a 24 hour window from when we step off stage to the time where you make a decision like, okay, what am I doing next? Right. So step off stage, whether you want uh, your show, whether you earn your pro card, whether you did everything went terribly wrong and you know shit the fan and now you screw the pooch and you have to start over like there are all there's so many possibilities but like once you've done that you know you are like you said you are going to have this like reactive response or reactive decision making process because you know one we all are guilty of like oh my god I'm almost there right mm -hmm. that like I'm so close only one more week, only two more weeks. I could, if I could just push it to another show, but the bottom line is I think that as athletes, right. Or as people who have been striving to accomplish something for so long and for so long, I mean, you know, those 12 weeks really do feel like six months sometimes. Yeah. Right. Or the say the 21 week preps will feel like five years, you know, like the time stretches out when you're tired. So it's just kind of like I've been doing this for so long. And I'm if since I'm a quote unquote already lean, I'll just but then you forget about all the other implications that possibly doing a show, another show can cause into your physical health, your emotional health, your mental health, the, you know, um, your job, finances, your family, a lot of these women and a lot of these guys that compete, they are married with children, full-time jobs. Like not everyone is a full-time coach, right? Or even for us who live and breathe the industry is just like, all right, we have other priorities in life too. Like, are you, and if you are someone who choose to make bodybuilding your priority and your number one thing, and you're married to it, that is fine too. That is completely fine. I commend the people that do that. I think is incredible. 
um, that they could just live and breathe and compete. I think it's great. I think I'm like, wow, I wish I could do that. But, you know, it's just really understanding that, like, give yourself that grace period of like, all right, now the adrenaline has gone down. Now, like all of the emotions of being on stage and being off stage and understanding how it is that you did have come down. Then what's next? What is it? What will it take? What are the what is required of me in order to get to the next show? Um, and then especially if you want to, if you've now earned your pro card and you want to step on the pro stage, like, all right, what are these girls? Like, what is, what is the pro division looking like right now? Right. Cause you can't just like put up your blinders and be like, oh, it's yes. It's always going to be me against me, but no, you're stepping on stage, not by yourself. You're, you're it's not me against me on stage is you against everyone else who mm -hmm either have been competing in the pro circuit for a long time or either or new. So there are a lot of things to take into account here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You really have to just take a step back and think about all of those things to really make your best decision. Um, and that should be a conversation you can have with your coach as well, who can help you realize one way or the other, what would be the better option. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, definitely see where you actually stack up to those to those top pros. Yeah. But there's there's also two different ways to approach it too. I mean, if you let's say win your class or win the overall, or you really just you, your physique is is either pretty much there, almost there, just about. But you want to know where do I really stack up, and you still have it in the tank. I think yeah, it's also it. a good strategy to jump into a pro show to see where you stack up next to them yeah, and okay. use that as your baseline to know, okay, what do I need to do from here to move up, up, up in the pro league? You know, if you're yeah. ready for that as well, I think that's also a very good strategy. So I don't think either of them are, are wrong. Um, mm -hmm. But at the same time, you do have to make sure that you've checked on all the things you've mentioned, you know, have you yeah. been grueling and grinding for way too long and pushing it one more show you're probably not going to even bring your best and this is now the pro stage right so it yeah. needs to be the best of your best so just make sure that you're in tune and have really checked on all of those things before you make that decision but I think that getting on the stage to see where you stack up and then taking the time is always a good idea. Yeah. Um, I know that that's been feedback even from Sandy before too when people are trying to figure out where they need to go in the pro stage she'll say get on the pro stage and, <laughs> and see, where you, yeah. see where you stand you know stand next to these girls because honestly you can look at the pros all day long you can look at their pictures all day long their videos but until you are standing physically next to them on yeah. show day dialed in you're not going to really know where exactly do I stand next to these athletes? So it is a good opportunity to take. Um, I Like I did that coming out of my win. I didn't go on stage right away, but about, I think it was like five weeks later, I did Tampa Pro. Um, and I did get first call out of that, which was, which was awesome. But then I was able to really stand next to the top pros and see, okay, now we really got to put in work. Now we know what to do. Mm -hmm. go from there so I do think that that's a good strategy too yeah no that's awesome I and it's funny because my 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 strategy was the opposite right I mm -hmm. I chose to take the time off so when I turned pro um in July right 20 I'm getting old 20 
16, July of 2016, Jesus Christ. In any case, <laughs> been a while. Uh, when I turned pro in July, I knew for a fact because of how stretched, how my body responds when I start to drop, that I needed more muscle. Mm-hmm. And that is something that I knew. It didn't matter. I knew right away from how I look just standing alone. I was just like, I don't even feel comfortable stepping on stage like tomorrow. You know what I mean? Because I was just, I just waste away when I start to cut down. Um, and it had, at that point, it had, been, it had been my third show that year um, in like a span of a few months. So I was just like, you know what? I will take the time because I want to make sure that when I come back, my body's rested. Um, and I, same as you, I did really well my first pro season. I got first call outs, Pittsburgh pro. I got first call outs, New York pro. Um, so it, it, it paid off. So it's just like, like you said, either strategy is fine. It just really truly depends on how your physique look, looks, how your, you know, what your state of mind is, what your mental health is and what your physical health is. Um, and then just make that decision based on that, you know, talk to your coach, talk to, if you're, you know, married, talk to your loved one. At the end of the day, it is your decision and your decision alone, but make sure that as long as you have people in your corner that are kind of like have your best interest at heart and know what your ultimate, like Jessica said, what your ultimate goal is, um, you know, that you can confirm with them and go from there. Don't ask too many people for opinions. No, no, no. Like, like we talked about this before. Like, don't go, yeah. yeah, like don't go like putting it on a poll on Instagram, like, oh, should I step on stage and use that as your like marker to decide? Like that is definitely not it. There's you need you need the people who know your strategy and know what your your you know your push from there will have to be. Um, and then take that into account and move forward. But aside from that, you know, sky's the limit and you should just always follow your dreams. Just be mindful (laughs) yeah yeah there's nothing wrong with taking the time because there's no rush to get to the pro stage and that's Mm -hmm. something start competing in the pro circuit you'll really learn that there is no rush and it takes time so the more time that you're willing to put in in between the shows and on the climb and getting there the more you fall in love with that and the more important that is than anything, honestly. If you compete as an NPC competitor, you compete as a pro, at the end of the day, you have to love the in-between. You have to love everything about it. And then once you get to that pro league, it only gets harder and and harder. You have to love everything about it. So yeah, just, just take that step back and assess what your goal is there and understand that if you're going to take the time, which at some point in your pro career, you will have to take some kind of time one way or another, mm-hmm. it will be worth it. Um, and, you know, I think that improvement season is, I think that you fall in love with it more in improvement season and then going into a prep. Honestly, yeah. I feel like that's when you really realize that, you know, this is my life. I'm, you know, a pro all year round, no matter whether I'm on the pro stage yet or yet. I mean, girl, you just turned pro, you're an FBB pro, like, like rock that title, you know, just, yeah. just feel that. So it's, it's a big deal. So just realizing that too, and what you just accomplished is super important, you know, instead of always just focusing on the next thing or hurrying up to get to the next thing, you know? Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. And I think that I've experienced that in a number of ways in the past like three years, three and a half years, maybe even stretch. Yeah. Maybe three and a half years since the pandemic, where it's just like up until then I was either 
getting ready to compete or rushing to get through my like improvement season or off season to get back into getting ready to compete. And it wasn't until I was forced to sit it out that, you know, I was bummed. Yeah. And then I was just like, why am I even doing this? And then I went through the whole, like, I went through a wheelhouse of like falling in love with lifting again and falling in love with the dieting structure and understanding what my body responds to. And like, kind of like what the reason why I fell in love with competing altogether to begin with, like, yeah, you know, being on stage, I, I enjoy it. Now I really enjoy it. Like getting tan and like the whole process of like being able to show off what you're bringing to the stage. But the reason why I fell in love with bodybuilding was because of the physical push, the mental push, but also the ability to understand your body in so many different ways. Like I, I couldn't care less about getting on stage with a shiny bikini and like showing myself off when I first started. I hated it actually. I never enjoyed being on stage. I never enjoyed being kind of like, like performing in front of people. Yeah. I could teach group classes and like, now I have no issue doing it, but it, it was never my passion to be on stage. My passion was to have the ability to manipulate variables and see what my body looked like because of that. Right. So it's just kind of like finding that again, because of the downtime and being able to maintain that structure and see like the, all of the nuances of like carbs and fats and training and, you know, training cycles and being more methodical about it. That's why I was just like, Oh my God, I really do love this. And then because of it, I'm like, I do miss pushing my body past that point where you are ready to step on stage. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like for me at this point in time, I'm at a very specific portion of my off season uh, before, you know, I embark on this whole new ride um, of getting back on stage because I'm and I'm excited about it. I can't wait to get there. Um, so it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Bottom line is no rush, you guys. But if you do want to rush it and you're ready, do your thing. <laughs> well, it's it's a person to person thing, you know, it just. Yeah. It really depends. Don't, don't feel like there's a right way or a wrong way. It's, this is your journey. You're, you're the pro, you're the one making the shot, the calls, and you're the one who has to, at the end of the day, live in your life and live in your body, you know, make sure you're making the right choices for yeah. you. Don't let anybody sway you if it's not what you actually want to do or feel ready for, but make sure you have the right people in your corner, you know, guiding you you know which it comes down to it like we said your coach your family those are going to be your core people basically yeah exactly exactly but you know i'm excited i always get so excited when i see the girls turning pro because they're all excited and then it makes me think about how we fell when we turned pro. Yes. Like, mm, that's so cute i love it i really do love it it's just kind of like there's this like very um what is the word that i'm it's just such a i don't want to say innocent but it's just such a kind of like you know like when the little kid wins a prize for the first time, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. kind of like, you're so new and you're so, it's kind of like Bambi, right? It's Bambi running around. It's just like, they're so fresh and so new into this whole new world. And like, yeah, we know the ins and outs and their, their anxieties and their stressors, like we've gone through that. And it's just kind of like, yeah, you'll be fine. But it's just, just seeing like the spark in their eyes as, as they kind of like, oh my God, it's my turn. I, you know, I get to do that thing now. Yeah. Oh man, I'll never forget that feeling. And it, oh, yeah. and speaking of which, my um, shout out to my girl Lauren Davis who turned pro at NPC. That is true. Uh, I'm pretty sure she listens to this too, so I want to give her a shout out. Super proud. And it's funny because I'm on the stage there, like, and I can't really show emotion. I can't like coach when she's up there, obviously, or doing yeah. 
So I'm like turning my face to the back, like shaking when she's in like split in the, the first and yeah. second place. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. But um, yeah, that, that feeling. So it's, you know, and, and then to run back and see her have that same look and feeling that we had when we, when we just earned that, that title, it's just, yeah. oh my gosh, there's nothing like it. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah. It's so it's so funny. There is a picture. Um, I have to find it, but there's a picture when I the, the day that I turned pro, and then we did like the picture for the overall winners, like all mm-hmm. across the stage. And somebody took a picture while like they were doing the, you know, I think it was JM that who was taking the pictures that that year. And somebody took a picture of me, and I just look like like my eyes are like wide open. I'm just like staring at people. And they took that picture and they were like, yeah, we said to me, it was like, we, you have no idea what just happened. Like you're kind of just dumbfounded trying to figure yeah, right. out like, is this me? Is this my body? Am I in my body right now? Like, it's just, it's really exciting. So for me, I think that, you know, I, what caused me to take, like decide to take time off too, was just like, I missed that that kind of excitement. I miss that, like, oh my God, I can't wait. Like, like the get, like you get the butter, the butterflies in your stomach. And it's just like this, this whole like edge that you get as you're, you're stepping on stage or you're getting ready as opposed to like, okay, this is a thing that I'm doing now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, well, that, that was pretty much it, but we are so excited for all of the girls and the guys who turn pro. Congratulations. Yes. You Congratulations guys are you know, you have done incredible work. And to those that like didn't turn pro, but still step on stage and still brought their best, like, you know, congratulations to you guys too. I think that competing and putting yourself out there, whether it's a, you know, regional show, national show, pro qualifier, like it's, it's a very challenging thing, right? You are presenting yourself to be judged amongst other people. And it's for some people that could be very scary. So I think that like everyone that stepped up there has accomplished so much just going through the prep process and following it through to the end um you know you should be very very proud of just being able to accomplish that alone but if you place top 10 top five you know split center it's you got your pro card you were so close to get your pro card congratulations you guys looked amazing Mm-hmm. And I do want to refer so back on our our previous podcast predicting universe before this mm-hmm. we had talked about showing up at finals sportsmanship, even if you know that you didn't get like that top five, right? I was very impressed with all the the wellness and bikini girls. There was only like a handful, honestly, that didn't show up to finals. Okay. And that was really nice to see that they had, you know, that they finished it through, they yeah. sought it out, you know, they, they had that sportsmanship, they were there, they finished the show and they kept it going. You know, that was really refreshing to see. So there really wasn't a whole lot on the, on the women's side, at least that didn't, uh, didn't show up for finals. That was really, really nice to see. So congratulations to all you guys. Yeah. Congrats you guys. So, you know, we wanted to dedicate the show to this and just kind of like welcome the new pros to, to the IPB pro Mm -hmm. league is also really, really cool to like see the newcomers. Um, but just any final notes to any of the new pros? What, what, I feel like if there's one piece of advice that you could give a new pro athlete, what would you do? What would you give? Oh gosh, just understand that it's, it's a whole new ball game now that you've just entered into, but I mean that in a good way. It's, it's, you've moved up a level, I guess, and it's super exciting. So, you know, just congratulations on getting there and be willing to 
put in the time um, and fall in, more in love with the process. You know, once you get to that pro level too, you really have to love all the in between the shows um, and just take every opportunity you can to get involved in the industry too, as much as you can. It makes a mm-hmm. huge difference. Um, you know, if you can take any of those opportunities as well, I always encourage that to just be engulfed in it, whether you are taking time off or actively competing, it just changes everything. It makes you fall in love with it more, but seriously, welcome to the, uh, to the pro league. You are in for a ride. Yeah, for sure. No, you're totally right. And I think it's also like, just like I said, be patient too. Um, I remember what thinking, you know, is you know big fish in a little pond now you are a big fish in a much bigger pond yeah (laughs) so it's just be patient be diligent with your work you know like know that we are all very supportive of each other and we are all very supportive of you know every division i think that there's this whole different level of you know, being welcomed and embracing each other as athletes and being, you know, so respectful of each other as athletes, especially once you've become a pro, because we know how hard it was to get here. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, just this sense of sportsmanship that we talked about at the beginning, continue to carry that on as you move forward into the pro league and know that like, you know, it's not about being intimidated is about just being welcomed. We all just always yeah. want to welcome the new athletes. And when we turned pro, we were very well welcomed as well by, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of athletes who most of them, a lot of them aren't competing anymore. So welcome. Yes. All right, you guys, this is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope you guys enjoy MPC universe and we will be back uh, with more nutrition and fitness on our next one. Jess, always a pleasure. Talk to you soon. Bye guys. Bye.